You've just opened the soup can. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the many flavors we offer as we ask Soup No O. Soup No O. Before I get to my guest, I just want to tell you where you can find the Soup Can Podcast. Uh, you can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Soup Can 721 and on Instagram and Twitter at the Soup Can 721. And now to my guest who is with me in studio, I have the lovely Miss Jennifer Abate who is here to talk about her world travels. And from what I understand, you have been to 30-plus countries. Correct. And you'll have to correct me, about half the states or less? Mm, about half, yeah, I'd say. So she is here to talk about um, many, many places that she's been to. I channeled my inner Commandant Lassard there. Many, many wonderful. But we have some bullet points that we're going to talk about. And if we go off on a tangent, that's totally all. So you're a teacher. Yes. So that obviously, fine, I'll steer the conversation. Thank you. You're going to edit that so out though, right? being a teacher, that obviously <laughs> has to play into your ability to travel a lot. And right. And I assume you do a lot of your traveling on your summer. breaks. Yep. Yeah, spring break, summer, Christmas break, yep. All kinds of time okay. off, which is nice. Cool. So what, um, I'm not going to reveal where you're a teacher. You're a teacher in the Metro Detroit area. Yes. Um, but I've now, taught other places as well, but yeah. You do most of your traveling over the summer, correct? Well, in spring break. Okay. So I have some good friends that I like to travel with over spring break who are also teachers. So we all, if our spring breaks line up, then we yep. travel and together. So we've you know, gone Sadly, in 2020, places. we yeah. were all supposed to go. I was included. We were all supposed yeah. to go to Portugal. That was going to be a, a, a big trip. But fingers crossed we can still do that. Hopefully 2022. It's the plan. So your most recent um, plan trip is Portugal. Yes. So what is on the docket for that? Because I'm included too, so tell me. <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, I don't know. Normally when I travel, I have a couple things I want to do and then just kind of make it up as I go along. So I don't like to be too planned because then, you know, you got to be spontaneous and whatever. I like to get to a city, just kind of wander around, see what's there. So mm -hmm. um, that's part of the plan. We're going to be staying on the water on the beach. We're going to be staying um, in the capital city for a while. So we're going to have a little variety of countryside and city and um i don't know great friends airbnbs it's gonna be fun now i guess we'll just start we'll just start with one of the, the with the place that i went with you um we traveled to japan mm -hmm. we'll start in, in japan because i have um experience there because i sure. traveled with you right uh so tell us about that trip that was well i thought that was super fun because i lived in japan for three years mm -hmm. and when i lived there no one came to see me my family um, went to hawaii and we met in hawaii for spring break um but no one came to japan so it was kind of fun to bring you to japan and say look i used to live here and you know all the cool things that the city has to offer in Tokyo which is an amazing huge Tokyo city. is gigantic it's huge yes yeah. so and then Karen was still living there so I have a good friend that was still in Japan mm -hmm. and so we had a free place to stay which is nice very expensive there um, so we had our own little tour guide and and that was a lot of fun so two weeks in Japan um, what was your favorite part of the trip I like the canyoning we did yeah we did canyoning that was really cool um, well, we paid for just the one portion of it we ended up getting yeah, the half day, and they're like, well, we're done. You want to keep going? We're like, yeah, we do. Yeah, so we yeah. were jumping off cliffs, jumping down ravines, and yeah. zip lining and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and so that's something I hadn't done when I lived there, so that was good new for me, too. That was fun. And it's just crazy, mm -hmm. like, to me, someone who's not, like, a world traveler like you, it, Tokyo, I've always known, is a, is a huge city, but you go 40 minutes one way, obviously, you're still in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And we rode a train to Tokyo Disney. That was like three hours away <laughs> from where we were staying, and we're still in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty crazy. Um, we can stay in Asia. Okay. Uh, where else have you traveled in Asia? Um, well, I've been to Mongolia, and you don't find a lot of people that have traveled to Mongolia, so that's kind of unique. Um, I did three-day horseback riding through the countryside. So I did a tour group. So a lot of times when I travel by myself, I join a tour group, so I'm not totally by myself. Mm -hmm. 
so I did that with a tour group in three days on horseback through the countryside of Mongolia. It was quite interesting. So that was fun. So I've been to Mongolia. I've been to Vietnam. That was my first trip really in like a third world country where you're like, wow. When I did you go there? That, I went for New Year's. It was 03 to 04, 2003 okay. to 2004. And I was like afraid to tell my mom I wasn't coming home for Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> I want to go to Vietnam. I'm not coming home. Because um, when I lived in Japan, I came, I saw my family once or twice a year. Because yeah. you know, 13 hour flight, it's pretty far away. But that was a really neat trip. Um, just because I, it was so different than anywhere I'd ever been before. And it and, wasn't like any other Asian countries or? No, well, definitely different than Tokyo. It was mm -hmm. very metropolitan. You know, it just, it's, there's a little more poverty there. A lot of um, propaganda, I messed that word up, um, about the American War and not the Vietnam War. Um, so th when, when you visit, are there like memorials or, or different sites? The, um, well, we crawled through the Coochie Tunnels, which was a little crazy because they're, they're so narrow. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not a huge person, but I couldn't fit wow. in the opening. Like, I had to turn my head sideways because I couldn't fit it square. Um, but we crawl through, and it's so tight, and it, you're, there was a bat flew through my hair. You couldn't see where you're going, and there's all these turns. And I'm like, if I lose the people in front of me, I could die. And they're like, how am I ever going <laughs> to find my way out? Um, and and we're, we're going down to the tunnel, my friend Charlotte, and the guy's like, hurry, the Americans are coming. She's like, and I'm right here. I'm like, shut up, Charlotte. <laughs> well, that was funny. But that was, that was an experience. It was like a half hour in there, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to be done with this. Um, and then we went to the War Remembrance Museum, mm -hmm. and that the, – there's nothing like that in this country. It's so graphic. Um, like, you have an idea of what war is like. Like, the pictures are insane. They had, like, fetuses in jars of the deformities from Agent Orange. Like, I was bawling my eyes out when I left wow. there. I'm like, it was so hard to see. Um, but you really get a pretty accurate glimpse of what war is like, more so than anything I've seen in any other country I've been to. So that was, that was kind of crazy. And they had pictures on the wall of like heroes that killed the most Americans. So that was interesting. Interesting just to see another perspective. Is there perspective. anything about Forrest Gump there? No. <laughs> no. But that was kind of an eye-opening trip. That was interesting. I've been to um, Bali and Guam when I was in Japan, China. Hiked up the Great Wall. So the, the tour guide. How was like, that? It was cool. It was, it was interesting because all the steps are very uneven. So you can't really get a rhythm. You know, you're like two steps and the next step and like they're not spaced out evenly, so it was, and it, you know, it was quite a hike. We got back to the tour bus. She's like, "You're a real woman now." I'm like, "All right, cool." Are you able to walk the whole wall, or how long? I mean, I it's thousands of miles. No, we just walked a portion. We were in Beijing, and so we just walked a portion, like kind of up to a um, lookout point where you can see uh, Mongolia across the way. Okay. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I spent Thanksgiving in Beijing and had Peking duck for Thanksgiving. That was cool. I'm and sure then, they celebrate just like we do here, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was in Hong Kong one year for Thanksgiving, had Peking duck again. So it was kind of a little tradition two years in a row, Peking duck for Thanksgiving, which is delicious. Now, I know you also went to India. Yes. I went, um, I did a Habitat for Humanity, Jimmy mm -hmm. Carter work project. So I spent a week building houses in the Navala. But I spent the first week traveling by myself, which was interesting in and of itself. Um, a lot of the Indian, the tour guides, they speak English, but their accent is very strong, so they're really hard to understand. So we had a little communication problem with my tour guide. He's like, usually after three days, people start to understand me. I'm like, I, I got you for three hours. So it was a little rough, but it was interesting. The Taj Mahal was pretty amazing. I got lucky when I got, I was traveling um, to Agra to see the Taj Mahal on a train by myself, like first thing in the morning. And I end up meeting this couple. She's Italian and her husband was from India and they met um, I forget where they met, but um, they ended up kind of taking me along with them all day because he could speak the language and get taxis, and so I, I hung out with them all day, which was kind of nice. Um, and then I did the Jimmy Carter work project for the second week I was there. So the first week I was kind of traveling on my own, and the second week he I had didn't. Jimmy Carter. Um, I saw Jimmy Carter. I didn't really talk to Jimmy Carter, but he was there. We got our picture taken with him. Brad Pitt was there too. He was. Um, working on the house that Jimmy Carter was because the Secret Service was all around it. Now, I think I remember Brad Pitt was there, too. So yeah. you met Brad Pitt, too. I mean, I took a picture of him and got yelled at. Okay, for future reference, yeah. you tell these right, yeah. you met both of them. Yes, yes, we're good <laughs> friends now, yes. Um, 
Is that all the Asian countries you've been to? Is there? I don't know. I could be missing something. I usually. How was the the talk about the cuisine, the food? Mm-hmm. Um, um, just compare a few of the different countries. Like I know in China, I'm sure their food's different than Vietnam, yeah. India. Obviously, the Indian cuisine. And right, right. I mean, I love Japan, Tokyo because mm-hmm. there's so much. Oh my much... god, the sushi was so great. Sorry to interrupt. Sushi was amazing. Yeah, um, but they just have such a variety. They have mm-hmm. restaurants of all different types like they have a really great vietnam restaurant vietnamese restaurant and they have great indian food in tokyo like you can get anything in a good french restaurant like tokyo has really really great food um in india i kind of got tired of the curry it was like every day with curry curry and rice and curry and rice i'm like oh i'm so sick of curry but i mean it's it's not bad it's just the same thing every day but tokyo has such a variety because it's such a big city um but yeah, the in in China we'd go to these because I was only there a few days over Thanksgiving break, and we'd go to these restaurants. They had like the swivel lazy season kind of thing in the middle, and it was family style. And you just got all kinds of food, and you try everything. So that was fun. And they gave you this little, like a thimble size of alcohol afterwards, and mm-hmm. it tasted like rubbing alcohol. It was horrid. But oh, That's interesting! Good. Another interesting thing I tried in Mongolia. I had fermented horse's milk. Fermented horse what? Milk. That it's like terrible. alcoholic milk. Sounds terrible. It was something. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'll just add a little bit. When I was in Japan with you, there was obviously we tried the sushi because it was mm, yeah. it was, it was like the best sushi I've ever had. I mean, there's a lot of good sushi places here, but nothing not like the that. Same, yeah. when, you, when you go to Japan, um, their breakfast, the Japanese, and I, I, I'm lumping them all, you know, stereotyping. It's always fish and rice. With like every the meal, tradi- not yeah. just breakfast, but it's right. almost like just every mm-hmm. meal. That's what they have: it's fish and rice. Yeah. And I know when we went to the Nusano mm-hmm. and stayed at the American uh, hotel. Yeah, I went to town breakfast. on that buffet. <laughs> Man, I I never thought I'd miss with all the different types of food. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we tried the Indian restaurants, in, uh, an Indian restaurant in Japan. We tried the I always forget the name. But what's the one? The Yakuniku. The, the table. Yakuniku. Louder, please. Yakiniku. There you go. Don't be afraid to talk. <laughs> Yell at me all the time. I do not. Um, we tried the Italian restaurant. Mm. We tried the Thai restaurant with Bach and tea. Oh yeah, yeah, I right. That, did I get yeah, the name yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. When we went uh, to the um, so just, festival just on base. Food and how mm-hmm. different it is, and how much more fresh. Oh yeah. Regardless of where we went mm. to try the food. Yeah. It, than it is here. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great cuisine here, but there's so many preservatives and all that stuff. Yeah, that the, the food there isn't as processed. Yeah, that's why they but probably the why they have the highest life expectancy. Ate, um, and then we'll move on from Asia. But I've I've been to Japan, so I and I've sampled mm-hmm. a lot of this food, so it's kind of cool to be able to talk about it again. We went down, as the locals call it, piss alley. Oh right, yeah. And we went and got that meat on a yakitori. Stew. I think that it's was the same yakitori. Okay. And even our, our guide, Karen, right. I mean, they're, they're, that whole alley, locals, mm-hmm. yeah. and they all spoke Jap- like maybe three words of English. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. so hard to order. Yeah. But the food was so great. We, we fumbled through it, and it mm-hmm. was just, yeah. that was an interesting experience, to say the least, for, <laughs> for, for that portion. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything else you wanted to touch on, Asia? I know we got a lot to cover, and it's all very interesting stuff. <laughs> um. Okay, well, we can move on. Now, sure. We'll move from Asia, um, going that way. In Asia. You ever been to the Philippines or anything down that I've way? I've just been to Bali in Indonesia. Okay. Yeah. And that was just a spring break trip when I was living in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fun. Um, just keep moving west to Europe. Now, Europe, okay. I know you've been to a lot of countries in Europe. Several times, yeah. Yeah, the first time I ever left the country, I was in my 20s, and I spent a month. Um, five different countries, four weeks with my friend Rhonda. So it was my first time out of the country, and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And I was now, pretty excited. Now, what were those about... first five countries? We went to Italy, Switzerland, Germany, France, and Spain. So. Cool. Yeah. I've never been to any of them. Yeah. I really have a desire to go to Spain. Although, let me tell you this story. I was backpacking through Western Europe. Okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So the of Mount Tibidabo. So that was fun. So that was interesting. That just kind of got me hooked. And 
um, being a Spanish minor, a mm-hmm. Spanish teacher now, my goal really was to go to a Spanish-speaking country, live in a Spanish-speaking country so I could become more fluent. And then when I had the opportunity to move to Japan, I was like, all right. I like, all right, I guess I'll go to Japan. So never lived in a Spanish-speaking country. But I visited. I've been to Spain several times mm-hmm. and South America several times. So Now that was your first trip outside the country was to mm. Europe. Well, I mean, other than Canada, right. but yeah, we're right. We live right by Canada. So that hardly counts. Any big highlights from that first? Because I know you've been back to Europe several times after this, this, this trip. I yeah. Mean, you went with Rhonda. She was your yeah. travel companion for how long did you say it was? Again? One month. One yeah. Month? One month. Yeah. Actually I did canyoning in um, Switzerland. Okay. So that was the first time I went canyoning and that was because I didn't even know what canyoning was until I did it in Switzerland. So that was kind of a highlight of the trip. And she had a friend from college that was from Germany. So we got to stay with him and his family in Germany for a couple days. And that mm-hmm. was really neat, too. They were really nice people. So that was kind of a fun thing to, you know, stay with a local. And he thought it was funny because when we went to a festival with him and he was with us, everyone thought he was an American as well. And he was German. So it was like, that was kind of funny. So Now, um, I wanted to ask this when you were staying in the Asian countries. Now, I know in Europe, mm-hmm. hostels are big. Yeah, so yeah. So um, where were you staying to go back to when you uh, – was it just hotels or um, – They're called pensions. It's like a cheap hotel. Okay. Yeah. So, then, but, yeah, in, we stayed in hostels in Europe quite a bit. And then in Europe, you were in and out of hostels and yeah, hotels yeah. And, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is that, you know, experience going from hostel to hostel? Um, well, like I mean, it's – <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but it's, um, I mean, they're, they're inexpensive for a reason. Like you're sharing with other people. Like okay. in Switzerland, we stayed in a room with probably 20 girls. It was just this huge room with bunk beds. There had like a wall of showers. So there was like, you got to get up earlier. You're not getting in the shower, you know, cause it's all these girls. When we were in France, we stayed in this room and there's two sets of bunk beds and they, they had two guys in our room. All right, that's different, <laughs> you know. Me and Rhonda and these two guys we've never met before, so, um, so you just kind of roll with it. You're like, okay. One place in Germany had like this huge breakfast. Usually it was like a cappuccino and a piece of bread. Like everybody went. And one place in Germany they had this big all these meats and I'm like, wow, real breakfast. It was cool, not just a cup of coffee and a piece of bread. So, so that was fun. So staying in Europe, so mm-hmm. obviously we're on your second trip, third trip back to that yeah, yeah. continent. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you, I believe you've been to the British Isles, mm-hmm. Great Britain, yeah. whatever. Well, my friend Karen that you met in mm-hmm. Japan, we met in Japan and we're like travel buddies and she was living um, outside of Cambridge. And so I went to visit her and we spent two weeks and we rented a car and we drove, um, started in London and then went to Scotland, took a ferry over Northern Ireland, drove all the way down through Ireland, took another ferry to Wales and back to London two week like Scotland was the best of them, right? It was pretty cool. I would like to go back, though, because we I didn't spend a lot of time there. So, yes, we've talked about it. So maybe Our we'll get there someday. Scotland, I think, would be kind of cool. What, what mm-hmm. did you see in Scotland? Um, we Just went to Edinburgh story. and saw, like, Castle in Edinburgh and ate at the end of the world. So there's so it used to be kind of, like, walled in the city. And so there's a bar that's called the end of the world because mm-hmm. that's where the, the border of the city is. It's kind of cool. No, but we spent England, most of our time in Ireland. Actually. Do they have a, like a lot of history? Like obviously you see the castles and stuff. Yeah, is yeah. There, like between the uh, Scottish and English wars, is there a lot of places that you can go? Probably. I, we didn't spend a whole lot of time oh, there, God. so I don't. I don't know. We we were there for like a day, and then we took that's the it? ferry. Yeah. How dare you? Well, that's why I got to go back. How dare you? Yeah. Um, Italy. Obviously, everybody knows the big yeah. tourist attractions in Italy. You mentioned Italy. I've, yeah, I've been, been there. there You've been to Italy twice, twice right? yes, because the first time was with Rhonda, was with Rhonda and we right? went to Venice and Florence, um, and I think that was it. And then I went back and just went to Rome with my cousin, Kelly. And so we spent a week over spring break in Rome, which I, I really enjoyed Rome. It, the Colosseum to me was just amazing. It's just, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pictures. It seems yeah. like it's a pretty cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Colosseum. So we were there over spring break. We were staying a block away from the Coliseum, so we mm-hmm. just kind of wander over one. It's a Friday night. It's a good Friday. And we're like, wow, there's a lot of people here. Something must be going on. So we just found a spot on these stairs on the wall, and we're, we're just kind of hanging out. Full moon, Coliseum's amazing. Pope comes mm-hmm. up his little Pope-mobile, gives, like, mass and Latin. 
And I was like, well, I don't have to ever go to church again. This is it right yeah, here, the Pope. Yeah. How do you compete with getting mass yeah. from the Pope? That was really cool. So we had no idea. We're like, wow, all right. Right so place at the right time. Saw the Vatican and all that stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we did. The Sistine Chapel. And you're like, you're not supposed to talk. You got to be silent and okay. stuff. You got so. the, the clowns dressed up guarding the place, right? As <laughs> the you, Swiss Guard, as you I know. Describe them because their outfits they look like clowns, but yeah. But the Swiss Guard they guard the Vatican. Yeah, right? they're, yes. they're, okay. Yeah, but yeah, their outfits are funny. The stripes. So. Now we covered Italy, Germany, France, and Spain. You've been to as well. I've been there a couple times. I did a student trip. You know, my friend Phil. Oh, when right, I was right, right. Um, working at East Detroit, we he was a French teacher. I'm a Spanish teacher. And so we brought a group of kids and went to France and Spain, and that was a lot of fun. And it's, I, I would do more, but with COVID and everything, it, it's really hard to do international travel. But it's kind of fun with kids that have never been anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I had one student never even been on a plane before, and she's like, oh, my God. And, you know, they just get so excited to just share my love of travel and bring them to another country. And, you know, so many kids, they think, oh, it's, you know, I can't ever do that. I'm like, buy a ticket and go. It's not that, you know, just you just do it. So, how long was that trip with the students? That was um, close to two weeks. Okay, yeah. so you spent about, about a week ten days. Place. About ten days, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was a fun trip. Now you've been, you said you've been to Spain multiple times. Yes. Now you yeah, have you tried twice. to see different things each time you've gone, and what were some well, of the I've been to Barcelona twice, but I love Barcelona because the architecture there is it's really cool. Mm-hmm. There's just um, Gaudi, Park uh, Park Gual. Gaudi is the um, architect, and he has done so much in that city. And there's all kinds of mosaics and. It's just really neat to see. I, I just like the architecture there, and the people are super nice, and I enjoy Barcelona. Then, you know, you'll be able to finish that peninsula. Yeah, right? Get over to Portugal this year. Up. Yeah, because yeah, I have not been to Portugal before, so that'll be a new now, one for have me. You only, you've gone to Barcelona and Spain anywhere else? You've been to yeah, Madrid? I, no, I've been to Madrid, yeah, the Prado, uh, with the student trip. Um, okay. We were at Madrid, and I went there originally with Rhonda the first time in Europe. And then um, Seville, Sevilla, so we went there, too, as in southern Spain. And that was kind of, it had like a small town feel to it. It was cool. I enjoyed that, so. And uh, how is France? And obviously all the museums, the art, the history. Yeah, yeah. So I've been to the Louvre a couple times. I mean, that's just a massive, huge museum. But it's really, I mean, if you're there, you got to go to the Louvre, you know. The Eiffel Tower, you know, I've seen the the main attractions and stuff. So like all the touristy things that Mm. the typical American would go do, like if I was going to go to France got to go to the Louvre, you mm-hmm. got to go to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Did you do, in any of these countries that you've gone to, because obviously everybody knows you, you go to like Paris, Madrid, yeah. Rome, Florence, you do the typical yeah. touristy stuff. Did mm-hmm. you do anything that was not your typical tourist type thing that you found was like off the beaten path in any of these um, countries you've been to? I mean, just like I said, I, what I like to do is just wander. Mm-hmm. You know, you just get to a city and you just wander the streets in Rome roam around, find what you, you know, I don't know. Actually, that reminds me, um, when I was in Peru, uh, the first time, which I've been to Peru twice, so the, we I know, we're going to South, I know, <laughs> I skipped ahead, but it reminded me, so I, I, the first time I went, I went with a tour group, because um, I was by, traveling by myself, and I met a man from Scotland named John, and he wore his kilt throughout the travel. If I ever go, that's all I'm bringing. Yeah, I'm bring bringing your all kilt. three of my kilts. So, um, so they're like within our tour group, everyone was going to the, some factory or something. And we were both like, you know, let's just wander. Let's do, we went to a marketplace. We just, you know, again, off the beaten path. And he got so much attention because mm-hmm. he's wearing a kilt. So I was like, Scotia, Scotia. And they all wanted to talk to us and I'm practicing my Spanish. And, and you just, you know, wandering to local markets. And that was, that was exciting just because we're like, Hey, That's we're, cool. we're not at the touristy spot. We're just talking to the locals. And that was a lot of I'm fun. I think if there's any other big, European countries that I can think of that now you've been the to Sweden, Norway. I have not been. What to, else is up there? I have not been to any of those. I've been to um, Finland, Finland, but I have not been there. No, no, I have Iceland, which you did decided not to go. I don't know oh, why, but I the, did not want to go. I know, but it was a great trip. So been to Iceland, and my nephew and I went to Amsterdam together, okay. Jake. And so I was shocked. He's a senior in high school. He's like, Aunt Jen, you want to travel with me? I'm like, really? You want to? Okay. Let's go. So we went to Amsterdam for spring break, and we just had such a blast, the two mm-hmm. of us. He, it was so much fun. We spent like three hours taking pictures of tulips and like wandering around they the have gardens a big Van and stuff. Gogh museum there, don't they? Yes, and we did. Yeah, we had a lot of fun there too. I'm a Van Gogh fan. It's... Yeah, yeah. So we did. We saw the Van Gogh. We saw um, 
they had a museum with all Banksy, and that was so interesting because I didn't really know much about Banksy until I went to the museum, and he's just... I don't think I knew anything about Banksy until you told me about him. Yeah, yeah, and I just, he's he's a pretty cool artist, and you, you know, you know, kind of anti-consumerism, mm-hmm. and I don't know, he has a good message, so I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. One of my favorite things about Banksy is they had this video, his, his, the story was his sister was throwing away some of his art, and he's like, what are you doing, man, that's my art, and she's like, it's not like you're ever going to be in a museum or anything, so he started smuggling his art and putting him in, like, the Louvre and, like, these huge museums. And, and the video has, like, how many days it lasted in the museum before someone noticed and was oh, like, man. hey, wait a minute, what's this doing here? One of them, it was, like, 12 hours because it fell off the wall. But oh. it, I thought that was hilarious. He's like, yeah, they're more worried about what you're taking out, not what you're bringing in. So what he's museum like, did he? I, they were all over the world. Over the I world. mean, I'm pretty sure the Louvre was one of them. But well, the Louvre, I think, would I guess it could go either way. That it would be up there for a long time because of all the tourists and, yeah. and, and, and all the guards. Are Until someone it. notices, like, wait a minute, this isn't supposed to be here. But I thought that was hilarious. I love that. I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be in a museum. I'll show you. <laughs> Put it there myself. Making it into the museum. That's crazy. Yeah, that was cool. Um, you're pretty well covered that. Um, the, the food, how was that? We're trying to keep, you know, touch base. You compare yeah. the food to Asia. Asian in Europe, you mean? Some of the countries I know, like, how does France compare to Spain as far as cuisine? And um, well, I really love the tapas in Spain. So they're mm-hmm. like tapas. I don't, I don't are, speak Spanish. They're like appetizers. It, it started with they would put a plate on top of their wine glass to keep the fruit flies out, mm-hmm. and so they started just putting little food on it. I don't know tapas. I don't so that's called tapas. Yeah, it's on top of. And and a lot of it's like little bruschetta and goat cheese and fig and like I don't know. The, it was fun to just try all different ones and drink your sangria, so I enjoyed that. Enough of that crap. <laughs> Trip I want to hear a lot about. Okay. Is you spent two months in Africa? Yeah. Pardon me, folks, watching the video. I'm reading my notes. <laughs> um, you spent two months in Africa. Um, I want to know the countries you went to. Okay. What you did on that trip? Yeah, that that was a really that one cool I've trip. heard some stories, mm-hmm. but the microphone is yours. Two months in Africa, go. Yeah. So my friend Karen, the one that you met in Japan, we met in Japan, my travel buddy. Um, she's like, I want to go to Africa, but I want don't want to go alone. I'm like, I'll go. So we spent the whole summer there. We started in Nairobi. And that was kind of our hub. We kind of mm-hmm. went back and forth through Nairobi several times throughout the two months. So we started there. She got there like an hour before I did because we were both in the States. And she's from Montana and I'm from Michigan. So we were like, all right, let's just meet up in Nairobi after we went home for a little while. And um, so she had already found a place for us to stay before I even got there because she had an hour to figure it out. So we were at a hostel. And again, it was like, Three sets of bunk beds. There were some guys mm-hmm. in there, us. Like, there's three all in one room. Um, we had a bathroom with our own shower, but the lock on the door didn't work. So I, people kept walking in. I'm like, do not hear the water running. I'm in the shower. And people, oh, sorry. I'm like, really? And they had a kitchen, which is nice. They had a refrigerator, but there are ants all over the place. But what do you want for, like, $2 a night, you know? So I'm like, cheap. So we started in Nairobi, and we kind of booked all our travel from there. Um, we climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, so we went to Tanzania. And that was an amazing amazing trip so climbing up five, it takes five days you can do it in four but we did five because they had an acclimation day where you mm-hmm. hike up um, like a thousand feet and then come down and sleep at a lower elevation before you do your summit hike 40 um, percent of people that climb the mountain make it to the summit we had six in our group three of us made it so we had 50 percent for our group karen and i were the first ones up there so uh so they they kept telling us pole pole it's swahili for slowly slowly mm-hmm because they wanted you to go real slow to get used to the, the thin air. Um, and there are all kinds of problems with the thin air, like stomach issues. And we were real gassy, but you just, we're all, you know, we're like, eh, we're all gassy, whatever. And, you know, you got five days without a shower, so you take your shoes off. We're like, oh, your feet. You know? <laughs> but we shared a cabin with um, Sasha and Adrian, this couple from Australia. And we just had so much fun. They were the best. Like, so much so that we annoyed people because we had little cabins and you, we like we had one side of the cabin and they had the other so they could hear us and we were like telling stories and laughing all night and they were like being like shut up and we're like laughing we're crying you know it was just they were such fun so I really enjoyed them and we end up doing a safari later 
and they had a tent and we saw socks hanging from the tent. I'm like, oh my God, that's Sasha and Adrian. I recognize those socks anywhere. <laughs> and it was them. So they were like reunited on a safari. So that was really fun. Um, but it was a challenge. It, definitely, it, was, it wasn't a challenge because of the hike. It was okay. a challenge because of the altitude. Okay. Because it's not a climb. You're hiking, you yeah. know. I mean, you've done enough hiking on your, your various other trips yeah, to yeah. So be it, used to, to doing that. It was just the thin air. And that's why those that did not make it turned back because they were, like, throwing up or, you know, passing out because of the thin air. There was one point where I thought I was going to pass out when we were doing the summit climb. So I just closed my eyes, and I was just listening to everyone's feet shuffle and trying to keep pace. And I was just like, I'm just going to close my eyes for a while as I wander. But but I made it. Karen and I were, she's like, I'm glad you're here. I'm like, yes, misery <laughs> loves company, doesn't it, Karen? Because we were both just like. And then we got there. You're supposed to watch the sunrise. You leave at midnight, and you get to the summit, and you watch the sunrise above the clouds, and it's super cool. We got there early, and we're, like, waiting for the sunrise. We're both, like, cranky and tired and, like, headachy. And we're just like, oh, my gosh come on already <laughs> you know, just like, want to go back to i don't bed. want to watch this now i, I know i'm so tired right. i just want to go to sleep so but we stayed up there they had hot tea for us we had some tea took some pictures saw adrian passed him on our way down we're like good job buddy um because he was the only the only three of us made it yeah to the top the others turned back um and then you kind of hike down i think it was about five hours total with you know the summit hiking up watching the sun mm -hmm. and then you sleep for a little while and then you you get all the way down the mountain the next day so yeah it's pretty cool the, and the safari was that in the same country yeah as? in tanzania yeah, yeah. Okay. um the thing about the safari is we did two safaris now the first one was organized with the jeep and you know you see all the, the movies in, did you two in tanzania yes oh okay yes so the first one it was like being at the zoo there are so many cars and like you'd see a lion and he's sleeping and you'd be like, eh, and then you go back to sleep and you're like, okay, whatever. So then we rented a car, um, which was a pain, but we rented a car and we drove to Makumi National Park because Karen's cousin used to work there and she had a friend, so we had a care package. We got to see him and, and so we did our own safari in Makumi National Park. Now who was driving the car? I was not. Okay. Yes, because it kept it's stalling. It's a drive it manual, is. right? Yes. Well, and I did do that in South Africa, but not very well. <laughs> we'll I get tried. To that one. We'll get we'll get there. Um, so Karen drove the whole time because his car kept stalling out, and I was like, I'm nervous. She's like getting the hang of it, and mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not good with you know. She was way better than I am at manual, so I was like, yeah, I hope you don't mind, but I want to drive. <laughs> and we only had the car two days, so it wasn't. But we did our own safari, and so we got up really early. And went out, we saw one car all day. So it's like we were out in the middle of nowhere. Now, when you do your own safari, just, just so I have some, some background, there's a trail you're supposed to stay on, but you're not with a guide. No guide. Just our you own just, car, just, just in the park. They just basically say, stay on this trail. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And um, so the funny thing, when we first got to the park, we had to stop because there were elephant crossing the road. So we're just like okay and they just and one of them turns around and we like made eye contact and he started coming towards us I'm like oh no <laughs> and then he walked so he, big he, oh my it? god it's their i mean i know amazing. an elephant yeah. is huge it's like it's the largest bigger than our car i think you know but was it just like it was like right there in front of us right and i karen's like the calmest person i've ever met and i'm just like it's so cool to be that close and to i'm like oh my god i'm freaking out because it's like but he probably saw the fear in my eyes yeah. and he was like whatever he well, walked if he away. ever sees you again the elephant never forgets right he'll remember me but that um, would have been so cool to but see. But yeah, she is the calmest person I ever met. Like, we're driving, and it's just two lanes, and the other cars pass each other all the time in oncoming traffic. Mm -hmm. And I freak out because I'm like, there's a truck coming. And she's like, eh, whatever. And they get over at the last <laughs> second. I'm like, ah, you know. She's like, oh, okay. Calmest person I ever met. I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, I, and she's like, eh, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, but yeah, the safari we went on, the coolest thing. So we get there. And it's pretty early in the morning, and we're, we just stopped the car because we saw these lionesses. And they're, mm -hmm. like, in a line, and we see them just walking across the prairie, you know? And then we notice all the zebra just scatter. So they were hunting. We were like, oh, my God. And so we were, like, giddy all day. We're like, oh, my God, we couldn't see the kill because they, like, ran, you know, they were too far away. But then later we saw the male lion and his stomach was so big, it was, like, about to touch the ground. He'd just eaten. And he got, like, right up to the car. Like, he was, we were, like, at some point, ah, let's roll up the windows. Like, he's right there. That would have been scary. That, Full line or not. That, that, would that was so cool, though. If he wanted to eat you, he was going to. Ah, he'd just eaten. But, 
but it was cool. It was it was so cool doing our own safari, just seeing we saw hippo and the zebra and the lions, and it was just way better than the organized tour, just doing it on our own. Yeah, because it's. Seems like the one, the first one you went on, it was just it was very that's commercialized, what, very mm-hmm. touristy. Yeah, thing. yeah, and there it was just rows of cars, <gasps> so the Excuse animals me. are used to it. Here, we saw one car all day. It was just yeah. us out in the middle of nowhere, and it was, yeah. Well, on the I gotta tell you this story. This is hilarious. On our organized safari, we stopped and had lunch, and we had these chicken wings, and so we're sitting there by the it lake. Seemed like traditional African food. I don't know. They were or Tanzanian chicken, food. whatever, and uh, and these hawks were circling around. It stole Karen's lunch, and she was fighting with it. It, like, grabbed it, and she's, like, fighting, and she's, like, got cut. And I'm, like, I would have just let go, but she's, like, my lunch. So she she must have been real hungry. Yeah, yeah. So she you lost did Nairobi, that Tanzania, and from Tanzania you went to? And then we went back to Nairobi. Okay. And then we flew to um, Egypt. Oh. Yeah. So then. Oh, right. I forgot you've been to Egypt. Yeah. Well, and we also went to Zanzibar. Which is an island off of Tanzania. So we did that first. We took a like a couple hour boat ride, and that was kind of the relaxing part of the trip because we spent like five days there, and we just got a room and our own room. We didn't share with anyone, which is kind of nice, and just did kind of a spice tour and went. We were supposed to swim with the dolphins, but the waves were bigger than the boat, and I was wow. like, there is no way we're getting out of this boat and getting back in. And we saw some dolphins, and we saw another boat go by. I'm like, they all have life jackets. We don't have life jackets. I want a life jacket. Sure, what are they? On the boat. I don't know. Our tour guide was wearing <laughs> Calvin Klein underwear and couldn't speak English, and he's just doing his thing. And we're all like, "What is happening here? Like, why did we rent the snorkel here? We're not getting out of this boat." And then I started a chain reaction because I get seasick, and so I got sick, and two other people got sick, and I'm like feeling nauseous. And Karen, again, Karen's fine. I'm like, yeah. "You're fine." She's like, "I'm fine." I'm like, "Okay," you know. But but Zanzibar was fun. And then- and now a word from our sponsor. This episode of The Soup Can is sponsored by Gilgarips. Gilgarips is a 3D printing company that specializes in 3D printing tabletop gaming accessories and cookie cutters. They also 3D print Christmas ornaments and other holiday decorations. So if you're looking for the best 3D printed gaming accessories and other great 3D printed products, check out Gilgarips. You can find them on Etsy at etsy.com shop slash Gilgarips and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Gilgarips. Gilgarips, a 3D printing company for all your 3D printing gaming needs. And yeah, then we went to Egypt and we spent about a week in Egypt and saw the pyramids and I thought the Valley of the Kings was more impressive than the pyramids really. Okay, difference between the so the valley of the kings is the like the tunnels where all the kings are buried okay you know and so they build the tunnel as long as the king is in power so the longer he's in power the longer the tunnel oh so they're building and then all the hieroglyphics i feel i should have known that fact so vibrant and bright and it's so cool um we went down into a pyramid and we're like there's nothing down here (laughs) you know there's nothing there um i mean they're still impressive it was cool to see but it was like the last thing we did there and we just got swindled and harassed a lot in Egypt. Just being two women traveling on our own, okay. we cat calls and be my third wife and buy this for me. And and I took stats once. I'm like, once a minute we're being harassed. Wow. Once every minute. And then we met this couple and we were walking down the street. There's a man with us, so no one said a thing. Hmm. So I was like, oh, that's. So we were just kind of annoyed after. We we're like, all right, I've kind of had enough of. How close can you get to the pyramids? Can you get right up to them? You can't yeah. Oh, yeah. The pyramids, can you? Um, you used to be able to, but I mean, we got up like you can go a couple steps oh. up, you know, and then we went in one. Um, but yeah. The Sphinx. I mean, you can't get to it, but I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had that blocked off. You yeah, can't. yeah. And our our tour guide, he was he was a comedian. At least when you went, you weren't. When I went, this was '04. This was a while okay. ago. So our our tour guide, the comedian, he's like, so you know the pyramids were put where they were to line up with the stars, right? Do you know why the Sphinx were there? We're like, no, he goes, because it's right by Pizza Hut. And it literally is. There's a Pizza Hut across the street from the <laughs> Sphinx. That, you know, at least there was when I was there. So that was funny. We're like, Now, okay. how many, there's how many pyramids? Just the, I think there was three, three or four. Three? Yeah. Because uh, I feel that's all I ever said. I don't yeah. know smaller ones that may have been. <clears throat> yeah. So. You said the Valley of the Kings was way more I thought it was way cool. Yeah. It's just, it was interesting. To, and they, 
you get we went to like three or four of them and they they switch which ones they bring tourists to all the time so they don't get over touristed but i thought that was really cool i i enjoyed it you said you spent five days in egypt or no about about two weeks i think two weeks yeah yeah all you did was see the pyramids no, we saw um, the Valley of the Kings. We saw Karnak, which has a bunch of statues. We saw this huge statue of Ramses III, and I have, like a picture of Karen. She looks this big by it. Um, so no, it was neat. We, we did other things, and then we went from Egypt, where mm-hmm. it was like hundred some degrees every day. Jesus. Flew through Nairobi again. That was kind of our yeah. You said you mentioned our hub. Was, like your hub. Yeah, and then we went to South Africa. And it was their winter because now okay. we're below the equator. And it didn't get super cold. It was like 30s, 40s. But after being in 100-degree weather, right. going there, we were like, we're so cold. And there, it's like 40 degrees. Let's open the windows. It's so nice. We're like, we're freezing. <laughs> so. No, I've heard that South Africa is like the least, I don't want to, I don't know, like the least African country. It's very, there. it looks very European, yes, because the okay. British were there for so long, yes. Um, and you still, this was 2004. Mm-hmm. And there was still a lot of remnants from the apartheid which was 80, in the 80s where that was outlawed, the apartheid. So they still had, like, whole families living in one apartment, and, you know, they, they were so used to being together. They'd, and we visited little shanty towns and stuff. I got food poisoning, so I was kind of down for a couple days, so Karen went and wandered on her own. Um, we wanted to climb Table Mountain, but the weather got bad. It was raining, so we couldn't do that. So, But we did rent a car again, and we did, like, a little – um, wine tour so mm-hmm. there was um, a lot of little cities that you can stop in and grab some wine we did you know and how was driving the car yeah i mean i did okay <laughs> we laughed a lot I bring it up because i always make fun of her driving yeah we laughed a lot as i was trying to like get out i was like gun it out of first gear and then i stalled out at a re- or a stop sign so the cop pulled us over and i was like i'm sorry i stalled i'm still learning and I'm like, do you know anywhere good we can eat? So you, restaurant, I'm like, oh, that worked out. I had a burger with a pineapple on it. It was good. So, so yeah, I I, I get nervous in the city driving, too, because, you know, yeah. it's a crazy city in, in uh, Cape Town. But, hey, we managed. Now, I'm going to assume the, the cuisine in South Africa. I keep asking about food. I love food, and I just like <laughs> hearing about the different types of food around the world. Um, as far as, like, South African food, is it more European, or do yeah. they have their own style? Well, and the funny thing is we feel like, you know, we felt like we were in Europe just because the look of the place. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a salad. So I got, like, a chicken, you know, salad with chicken in it and stuff. And the funny thing is we're watching them cook, and they're eating, and I'm like, you know, if we're in a tank top, I'm like, you know how many health code violations he'd be breaking in the U.S.? And then I get food poisoning. I'm like, and so I order a salad that could was be, great. Maybe you weren't used to something in the I I could be that they were yeah. cutting raw food by the... I don't know. They, yeah, it looked like they weren't. It looked like you know when we were watching. I ate it anyway, and I got really sick for a like couple days. What about Nairobi, Tanzania, and Egypt? Well, the funny we were in those places. For so the funny a week thing is, when we were in Nairobi, we go to this place called Taste of Africa. We're like, all right, this is our, one of our first nights there. We want some authentic African food? We hear a ding. We're like, that was a microwave. <laughs> I think this is Dinty Moore stew. Like, <laughs> what? They had like three, four options on the menu. Oh, we're out of that. We're out of that. So we're like. Oh, guess i'll get the only thing on the menu and i pizza rolls i really think it was like microwave food because oh, we're like wow. well we tried <laughs> you never know do they eat any like they have fast food there okay. um a lot of when we did the safaris i guess this was in tanzania though there was a lot of just like rice and beef dishes and okay. stuff like that yeah and the Steve, guy he ate with his hands so we were like hmm. yeah, before we, just we, up. we move on because i know you've been to uh south america you've been to yeah. a few places there who was the of asia Europe and Africa, the continents you've been that we've discussed so far. What's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Oh, um, strangest, oddest, well, in, thing, whatever. In, however, words there's you want a to few, I guess. In oh, not South Africa though, because we can get there later. I had pig's ears in Japan. My friend Taka, he's like, I'm gonna order and I'll tell you what it is after you eat it. Right, because most people yeah. if they hear what it is, yeah. They, they won't and eat so it. I ate pig's ears and. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but once I knew what it was, I was like, mm, okay, I'm done. I mean, it was cartilage It was, it was, mm-hmm. eh, I didn't love it. It was breaded, fried. Mm. I was like, yeah, I could do without it. But um, when I was in Mongolia, we had that fermented horse's milk, and we also had the cheese curd. And uh, we visited a family, and it was mm-hmm. like National Geographic. There was like little naked kid running around, all these kids, and they invite us into their home, and we're, you know, as a translator, we're talking to them and stuff. They give us this cheese curd, and we all take a bite. We're like, oh, thank you. 
and most of us popped it because it was kind of gross. And later, we're like, oh, I have it. We're, like, getting rid of it. And one girl, she's like, I didn't even think of that. I ate the whole thing. We're like, mm. yeah, we were just like, ooh, this is not good. I mean, yeah, I, I won't, my thing is I won't eat anything with the face. Yeah. Well, in Japan, a lot of times, they will serve the fish with the yeah. face on it. And, I mean, I didn't have a problem with that. Any bugs or anything like that? Um, You've been to some weird places. Yeah. No, I don't, no but in Japan, I said so I didn't know what I was ordering, and I got the um, yakiniku with the meat on the stick, and mm-hmm. I ended up getting liver on accident because I didn't know it was teriyaki, and I like teriyaki, right, but it was right, right. liver, and I don't like the taste of it. I was like, oh, I didn't mean, I didn't know I was getting liver, yeah. so that wasn't so good. Now you, I think you, you would you in New Guinea pig? Yes, that was in and where um, was that? That was in Peru. And that's our segue into <laughs> South America. Yeah. Because I know you've been to South America, mm-hmm. and I think I ask every time you talk about South America, never been to the Easter Island. No, but I've been to Galapagos Island. Okay. Yeah. So South America and Central America, we kind of lump those. Yeah. Because yeah. I know you've taken students to Central America, right? Costa Rica. Yeah. Costa Rica. I took students Both. to Costa Rica. Yeah. I'm in the same area. No, it's Central America. Well, yeah. yeah that's what I said. You're right. You're right. Geography. It's, yeah. it's, it's tough. <laughs> so South America. Yes. Wherever you want to start. I know you've been to a handful of countries I've been, there. Yeah, I've been to Peru twice, and I did have guinea pig, and I didn't really like it. It was very gamey. Is There's not a lot of meat. There's a lot of bones. There's not much to it. And, again, they serve it with the face and little legs and everything, so you're like, eh. but I'm like, I'm here. It's what they eat. I want to try it. Right. So I tried it, and I was like, eh. didn't really enjoy it, but, yeah. So... But yeah, Machu Picchu was very cool. The interesting thing about Machu Picchu is I was been there twice, mm-hmm. 10 years apart. Oh. So the first time I went, it wasn't as commercialized, wasn't as crowded. And so you, we had a tour guide and he wandered and he told us so much. We got all this information. And the second time I went, it was with Karen in 2014. It was just, you couldn't get a picture without a person in it. There's this huge hotel right next to it now wow. that wasn't there when I was there the first time. And it's it's really became a bigger tourist attraction and so it's way more crowded than it well, was especially before. if they add hotels and you get more oh, yeah. people who are mm-hmm. who weren't inclined to go there before there was a place yeah. to stay yeah close yeah because normally you stay a little outside and you yeah. take the train in so but it's still really cool to see i mean it's that'd be kind of cool to see yeah mm-hmm. yeah but i really enjoyed the galapagos islands that was that was kind of a highlight of that trip when we mm-hmm. spent the months in south africa or not in south america peru and ecuador Okay. So we went to Quito, and then we went to Peru as well. And we went to Lake Titicaca, and I had never been there before. I went with Karen. And that was just really neat. It's like a man-made island, and the, there are man-made islands in Lake Titicaca, okay. and they use these reeds for everything. They build their boats out of it. They make the islands out of it. They eat it. It was just really neat. And so we took, like, kind of a boat to the islands and had a little tour and everything. So that was, that was interesting. Um, but, yeah. So Peru... Ecuador. And, yeah, the Galapagos. The Galapagos. And, yeah. So the Galapagos Islands, um, there are certain islands you can't get to without a tour guide. Okay. So we, um, we had, like, a cruise ship. It wasn't, like, a big cruise ship. It was fairly small. There was only eight of us on there, I think. And you had, like, your tiny little cabin. But we got to visit some of the islands that you can't go to otherwise because you need to have a tour guide. So that was really neat. That was – I enjoyed the Galapagos. That was – the fun part of now, the trip. We did a lot of snorkeling and Brazil? scuba diving. Before I jump into the next topic, have you been to Brazil? No. No? Chile? Chile? No. No, just in South America. No, just those? Just Peru oh, and Ecuador. Okay. Yeah, Peru twice and then Ecuador. The one now, time in the Galapagos. Now, you've taken students to Central Yes, Costa Rica. Yeah. America, and you've also traveled to other places in Central America too, right? Yes, I've also been to Guatemala. Okay. Yeah. So, and that was actually with students that where students you got your alpaca? Well. I got this in Peru. Yeah, that was in Peru. Close enough. So the student trips, those were yeah, the, um, the, just with Spanish, your Spanish kids or any student was welcome to go with you? Um, Any student, really, because we got to build the trip. But when I went to Guatemala, I went on a mission trip. I was teaching at, um, trying to think of which one it was. I think it was Trinity Lutheran. Um, I went with the eighth grade teacher, and she does a trip every year. This was 2011. <coughs> Excuse me. I believe in June. So we took students, and it's um, to promote education in Guatemala. So we brought a bunch of school supplies, and they have scholarships for kids there, and we, like, meet all the kids mm-hmm. that are getting the scholarships and stuff. So that was the highlight, I think, was just playing soccer with all the kids. Not that I'm very good at soccer, but 
it was fun. That I mean, soccer's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And so we were just kind of running around, yeah. and, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed that part of it. And then Costa Rica, one of the highlights was one of the students. Again, a student trip, you have kids that have never left the country. Mm-hmm. And so we're walking to go to the beach, and we're these sloths in the trees. And she's like, this is the greatest day of my life. I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a, a rewarding feeling. Yeah, yeah. Just, again, you know, they think, wow, I, you know scary to travel and i'm like look it's amazing if you just just go you know so they give them that experience it's pretty cool so we'll continue moving up um mexico i've never been to mexico never been to mexico Mm -mm. and then that would bring us full circle back to the united states (laughs) um i know you've been to 20-ish yeah i don't know i'd have to states yeah i've been to several yeah conversations been about countries yeah um, any favorite places you've been to in the United States? Um, Alaska is really amazing. My cousin okay. Dave um, lives in Alaska, and so I've been out there a couple times to see him. And he's Mr. Adventure, so he always okay. had really cool things. Like we went halibut fishing in Homer. We went camping in the Yukon Territory. So he's got he always has fun stuff for me to do when I visit him. Now, so. having traveled to most of the states. Past, a lot of them, plus, yeah. Give or take. Yeah. And traveling to 30-plus some, countries. Yeah. Um, I know there's some incredible stuff to see here. Yeah. Um, do you prefer traveling one over the other, or is it just leaving the countries and experience all on its own? Yeah, I mean, I, I, there are so many great places in this country as well, and I, I like traveling within the U.S., but when you go out of the country, you do have a different culture and, you know, that you don't really yeah. – it's, you know, it's just so different. Especially, I mean, you've been to Tokyo. That's – such a different atmosphere, right. different culture than anything you're going to find in this Seems country. Like a lot, I mean, unless you're in like the the downtownish area, one of the downtownish areas of Tokyo, everything seems a little bit slower. Hmm. You know, everybody's not in a hurry. Like everything in this country is go go go. They have a different attitude in Japan. Oh, they're yeah. they're more they're like here in this country. I think we're very self centered. We're all about me me me, and I'm you know everything's about me. And there they're about the collective. They care about other people and, you know, what's best for everybody and not mm-hmm. just me. And that's just their culture. That's just how they are. That's very different, right. which I, I appreciated. I had a little culture shock when I came back to the U.S. after three years there. I was just like, this wouldn't happen in Japan. Yeah, you know, and then <laughs> I guess, you know, when you travel abroad, you know, I mean, the, the feeling of coming home. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's always, it's always yeah. nice. Yeah, I do remember one time when I was living in Japan and I came home for the summer and, you know, I show my passport, and I'm just going through customs. He's like, welcome home. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel that. So it is nice coming home. Now, is there a favorite place in, in – we'll just hit each continent real quick. Uh, is there in the United States that you've been to or a place that you want to go to? Well, I have not been to Australia. Well, I said we're going to stick in the United States. Oh, it's the United States um, that I haven't been in the U.S. that I want to go to. I don't know. I've been to a lot of places. Yes, actually, Maine. I have not been to Maine, and I do want to make a trip out, kind of do more of uh, East Coast. East Coast mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I haven't done that. But I yeah, do I mean, want to travel through Canada a little more, too. I want to see more of Canada because there's some there's really nice places. There's a lot of history in mm-hmm. the United States uh, on the East Coast because obviously that's where the country was founded. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and we took that trip to Boston, which was very Boston cool, was too, fun. and I enjoyed that. Um, but Canada? Yeah. You said you wanted to yeah. see more in Canada. Like, what, mm-hmm. any particular Like, parks Banff or? Park, I've heard, like, in Banff, I've heard it's amazing hiking okay. and just really pretty. Actually, my friend Nicole's going this summer, so she can give us a lowdown and tell us, you know, where we should go, what we should do. Is there a favorite state you've been to or one that stands above the rest? <laughs> nah, not really. Because it's got kind of all the same, unless you're going to see no. like, some of the history parts of Yeah. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed so much of the hiking out west I really yeah. like. Um, I like just visiting friends that live other places and that's yeah. always a highlight when you get to see Arizona's fun I've yeah. been there a couple times yeah that's me I know <laughs> my buddy Jeff right Damn. yeah yep. I'd like to go to one of those like old west towns like Tombstone mm-hmm. yeah well, I say Tombstone I'm referencing the movie not the actual yeah, there is yeah. an actual town Tombstone mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a tourist thing or not yeah. but it'd be kind of cool to go see one of those old west towns yeah um, no, I've been to South Dakota too well, drug free water. It's the thing. The Dakotas. Mount Rushmore's there. Built on ancient Indian mm. land. True, true. Like uh, go back to South America. 
any place you want to go there or I would only been to a, that's the, yeah, the, the town I, that you've been to the least right I, I would like to see the Easter Islands actually I think that would see be what? Pretty, the what? Easter Islands oh, Easter Island. you have to get yeah. there okay, from gotcha. Chile I think that, would that would be kind of cool yeah but it's so be interesting like, to see. remote it really is I yeah. mean it, it's, it's you have it's to off the coast of Chile mm-hmm. Chile I'm saying it wrong mm-hmm. um, how far because you were going to go not, we were thinking of it when we did that month trip um, when we were in Ecuador and Peru, and we just thought it's kind of far. You have to take a boat there. You can't fly there, can you? I think you could fly there. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can fly, but it is, you know, a few-hour flight. Oh, wow, yeah. a few-hour flight. Okay, I believe so. so. It's more than just, yeah. like, off the coast. It's, it's more it's... than just a hop, yeah. It's, okay. It's pretty I mean, far, I know but, yeah. it's off the coast of that continent. I yeah, still, yeah. When you look at a globe, it's like, oh, well, it's right. But I'm pretty sure the only way you can get there is through okay. Chile. Yeah. That would be That would be. That'd cool. be neat to see, yeah. Um. Now, Africa, you've been to quite a few countries in Africa. Is there Four, yeah. Is there any one that you... Cause some of them you wouldn't... There's not much there to go do. Cause yeah, some, I, I mean, not not a lot of Africa is very touristic, mean, I don't think. the pyramids, I mean, that seems mm-hmm. cool, but I've heard... You're not the only person I know that's been to Egypt, you know, bad stories. Yeah, and always kind of swindled and harassed bad. and stuff, yeah. Is there an African country that you want, you'd like to go to? I don't know that I'd go back to Africa, because um, oh. I want to go to Australia. I've never been, so I don't that's see, on my I'm list. I'm more of a New Zealand guy. No, I know. If I'm going movies. over there, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. part. Of, but not as many things are going to kill me in New Zealand. <laughs> you know, I don't need, like, a dingo yeah. to come eat me. I'm, I'm going to take my chances. You know, those giant spiders that are big as a Buick. <laughs> Australia would be kind of cool, though. Yeah. You know, same more in the city, I guess you'd be fine. But I, I would do New Zealand, and I would. Uh, well, I wanted to hike the, dive the, the Great the Barrier door. Reef, but I'm not sure. It's still. Didn't they like declare I mean, that it's, dead? It's dot yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't quite. I thought get parts were gonna come up bad. I Maybe I, yeah, it's not good. It's but not yeah, good. New Zealand, Australia, those would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I can pick my. It's on my, it's on my list. Um, any places in Asia that you? I have not been to Thailand, so that would be. Thailand would be kind of cool. I think that's where <laughs> Bloodsport was filmed. You know, JCVD? Yeah. Muscle Sombrasis. Oh, this, I mean, I've been to Japan. That was on my bucket list. I was, you know. mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Thailand? I've not. No. Mm-hmm. no. Hmm. About any European countries? That... Yeah, for sure. I, I would like to. Obviously, go to... Portugal. Well, yeah. Because that was planned. But and... I'd like to go to Norway. We had talked about my friends doing Norway. Um, but spring break, we're like, yeah, the weather's probably not great for the hiking we want to do, so it's probably going to be a summer thing that we, we get out that way. But I would like to do that. I have not been. Only real European countries other than Portugal would be Scotland. Yeah. I really, really want to go to Scotland. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so. Let's see. What else? What else do I bet this beautiful world traveler <laughs> That's what my mom's nickname was for me, world traveler. <laughs> Um, I think that covers. Did we miss any any highlights that you want to talk about? Is no, any, I think we're good. Any advice you want to give? You know, future world travelers, uh, such just as seasoned do it. travelers, just, just do it. Don't be afraid. Just buy the ticket and go. Yeah. Just gotta just. Just do it. Just do yeah, it. Yeah. Just do it. Any any yeah. any one way of planning a trip better than the other? Like, do you use a travel agent? Do you do it yourself? No. Just take you know, like I said, um, traveled. Yeah, like. Just, I, I don't, I mean, you get a guidebook or you, on okay. now you don't, you just go online. You don't really need a book right. anymore. You use, when I first started traveling, you got the guide, you know, the Lonely Planet yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you were traveling, they sold stone tablets. Yeah, yeah. So my <laughs> first time out of the country. So, so yeah, I mean, you do a little research. And like I said, my friend Karen, when we traveled, we always had like things we wanted to do. Like when mm-hmm. we went to Africa, we're like, we know we want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro and we want to do a safari and the rest we're kind of make up as we go along. You know, I like to just wander around a city and see what's there. Right. Now, and I know you said, you know, wing it and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah obviously you need to have certain things planned. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Have well, a place to stay. Right. You know, and have... we've not always had a place to stay. Sometimes yeah. we show up and figure it out and we get there. Um, but with Airbnbs now, it's just yeah. so easy, especially if you have a group of people. That's the way to go, I think, is, you know, if you, like for Portugal, we have five of us. You have some Airbnbs. You all scare them. And it's just, you know, you got your house and it's great. So, but yeah, just you do a little research, show up, and and then you meet other travelers. It's like, oh, right. you should go here and do that, and and that kind of guides you a little bit too. So the advice from the world traveler is just to Get just out to do and it. Do it. 
Go be out. It see the world. Traveling abroad or traveling in, in whatever country you live in. Mm -hmm. Just go see the world. Yeah. Go see your country. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm getting there. I don't mind. There's a lot that, like, like for me personally, obviously you're a different different type of traveler. For me, there's a lot that I'd like to see here before I... Yeah. I don't want to go see the Louvre and... No? No. I don't need mm. to see the Mona Lisa. I've seen it on the picture. Mm. You said it was... It's... Fun fact, I, story that she told me about the Mona Lisa, it's pretty unimpressive for what it is. It's definitely smaller than you'd think. Okay. And it's behind a glass case. And there's always a huge crowd, so you can't well, really get close to it. I think the glass case also it. helps with the reflection of the flashes. Probably, and It protects yeah. the longevity, because that's what they do with... That's why the lights, when you go to D.C., mm. just talking about an, another old document, not as old as the Mona Lisa, but like the Declaration mm -hmm. of Independence, um, when Nick Cage isn't stealing it, um, <laughs> the, the lighting in that building is yeah. so low, and they, they say, like, no flash mm -hmm. photography. I just felt like there were so many other impressive paintings in the Louvre that I didn't need to spend a lot of time on the Mona Lisa. It's so crowded, I'm just like, you know what? There's other paintings that are amazing. Right. So... That's cool. Yeah. But, like you said, you heard it. I, I've got nothing else to add, you know, I mean, because I'm not, you know, this is all about your travels and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it's great um, to share in, um, those experiences yeah. with everybody. So, if you are a aspiring traveler of the world or even the United States, you know, just get out and do it. As she said, that's yeah. how, you get, how you get started and mm -hmm. with experience. You'll become a better planner and traveler. So. Get lost. It's fine. I get lost all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have nothing else, then no, I'm good. we'll wrap up. Uh, Jen, I thank you so much for coming on and sharing yeah. your, your traveling experiences with us. Yeah. Um, I'm your host, Campbells, and this has been another episode of The Soup Can. Remember, you can find us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to be a guest, just reach out at any of those outlets and you can find the podcast on all your favorite uh, podcast streaming sites. Again, Jen, thank you so much for coming in and this has been another episode of The Soup Can. And thank you for listening to The Soup Can where we ask the burning question, Soup No-O.